When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Reality Radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. Stop lying. Please, just stop lying to your clients. Stop the lies. I'm sick of the lying. You lie, you lie, you lie, you lie like a rug. You know you do. Who are we talking about lying like a rug? Some of the fiduciary advisors out there. Those fake fiduciaries. We're going to talk about them. Got a note. Got a note to start things off. 855-935-TALK is our number. 855-935-8255. You can call that 24 hours a day or send questions in to TalkingRealMoney.com. I am one of your two hosts. I am Don McDonald. Your other host guy is over there. His name is Thomas Seacock. Hello. Junior. Junior. Yes. Thank you. You are a junior, right? I am. Junior. Yeah. He's junior to me. I'm the old guy. <laughs> Not by much, but okay. By enough. Yeah. Uh, we're going to start with a note from a listener because it sets the tone for today's podcast. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. I was setting the tone. Get your brother. He's more on key. Well, he's coming in today. Maybe we'll get <laughs> he's coming in today. Reset the tone. His brother's a singer, professional <laughs> singer. Uh, he got all the sing genes. He got all the talent, period, yeah. I think. Sorry. Yeah, it's true. Your other brother doesn't have any. Ooh, ouch. Oh, well, for law. For law. He has okay. talent for the law. You just you just sort of. confirmed yourself a big lawsuit there, son. <laughs> I did. Good I work. Did. Oh, no insulting attorneys. Exactly. All right. Here's the subject of today's. Please. Well, of t- this is sort of the introduction to today's missive. Why are annuities bad? This is from a listener. Ready? Oh, yes. he gets scathing. Why make a bold statement like never have an annuity in an IRA? Why are annuities bad? I understand there may be a high commission when it was sold to me, but I didn't pay it. Really? Really? There was a little annuity bunny that showed up, (laughs) a little sprinkled little dust on you there and took care of that payment? Dude, you really believe you didn't pay that? Do you know? Do you know the person who sold it to you was lying? This is what we're talking about. We're gonna we're gonna continue though with the note. I understand I could make more in the S and P five hundred index fund. This tells me a lot about what he bought. But I knew that going in. I use it as a hedge against down markets. It could go up to half the S and P five hundred, but it can't go negative. It also resets each year and locks in the gain. So I am currently up 30.8% for four years. Okay. That's not bad. My fiduciary. Oh, your guy told you he was a fiduciary? Oh, my gosh. Gets, listen, ready, everyone? This is the part you're going to love the most. My fiduciary gets no commission. And there are no fees charged to me. They just get half the gains, which is a lot, I know. But for my risk tolerance, 
That was a good trade-off. This only makes up to 10% of my portfolio, so it's not a lot of exposure. And in retirement, I will have a set monthly income for life. What am I missing? Thanks. Oh, and then he adds an aside. By the way, why do you need listeners' addresses? Please don't sell my info to marketers. Well, we don't sell your info to marketers, but as a talk show, we kind of like to know where people are from. So we can say, oh, and from California, like you, you're from California. No, um, we might visit you, though, too. We might come knocking on your door. Sometime. To explain to you why you're so wrong. Yeah. Uh, wow. So this mm-hmm. is obviously our very special type of annuity, which is called mm-hmm. the equity income annuity. Equity indexed annuity. In- equity index, indexed pardon, in- yeah. Equity indexed index, annuity. Yeah. Which we um, hate with a white-hot passion, by the yeah. way. Yeah. Uh, okay, but let's step back because you mentioned a couple of things I think are worth examining about risk. Yeah, I didn't make as much, but I didn't take as much risk. Or I, less volatility in a way. And by the way, the S&P 500 has doubled in the last year. So I, I don't I, – I, <laughs> yeah. Not the so last, up- but equivalent. I mean, after the after the down, it, setting aside returns for a moment, mm-hmm. what you're really doing in this case is giving your money to someone else. They're doing what you could be doing, or an advisor could be doing with a very low cost, transparent index or indexes. You're handing that to them, and you're saying, you know what, I'm okay with you taking my money, doing this with it, and only giving me whatever, whatever percent of the return. And it, in our studies, and Don did a great paper on this a number of years ago, you're giving up more than half the return. In fact, you're giving up a lot more. It's very complicated because the formulas they use to determine how much you get of this index, et cetera, very, very complicated. Right? And the fact of the matter is you paid. You didn't just pay a commission, sir. You paid a huge commission. Go back to your policy paperwork and look for a thing called a surrender charge. You have one. Guarantee it. How much was it? Eight, nine, 10% first year? That was your commission. Yeah, Tom. On, on the vlog, I'm showing you the. M- free lift it up a little bit. Lift it up a little dinner. bit. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> that, how's that? Tom just in, mm, coincidentally just yummy. got an invitation mm, to a sales mm. pitch. And that sales pitch is for, I guarantee it, oh, we know who this is, for yes, we equity indexed annuities. Yeah. Equity he loves Thai food and scuba diving. Equity indexed uh, annuities and I'm, lying to his clients. I have no idea. Okay, but let's, so again, what, what they're doing is something you could or your advisor could do at a much lower cost and maintain liquidity and have much better transparency. And I think this at the end of the day, Don, is, is the issue that I really have is Anyone you hire, anyone, you should know how much how you're paying them and how much you're paying them. I think one of the things I'm proudest of in our business is that we tell you straight up, here's what it costs, here's how we're charging you. And I think we do it in a fair manner. And again, I think we do it in a very transparent manner. Um And that reduces conflicts of interest, right? Because when you have an advisor who, in the case of the stake I just showed you, is actually duly registered, right? Registered as a fiduciary registered investment advisor and with a broker dealer. 
So a product can be sold to you. So I would prefer to see everyone working with a 100% fiduciary fee only because it reduces conflict. It's less confusing. And here's the other part. You pointed this out before, Don. Conversation is cheap. Even on this show, get everything in writing because then you're going to be able to later go. So no, that's not what you said. You wrote it and signed it. Here's what was actually transpired at the meeting, because I think a lot of people hear things and they don't get them in writing. They don't understand what they're signing up for. But this would not be a direction we would go. This is not a, we have talked about this before. The only annuity that we really favor is an immediate annuity of a would be very low cost and it would be very low interest in today's environment. You're simply giving an insurance company your money. They're going to pay you back at a very low interest rate for a period of time. Um, other than that, once you start getting into some of these other products, especially, and Don's going to spend more time on this now, especially our lovely, yes, merely suitable annuity. Actually, I don't even think the darn thing's merely suitable. I really don't. I think these are just bad news. And and for this person to tell you there's a they are a fiduciary is actually, if they were to put that in writing, you would actually probably have a, a, a cause of action against them. Tom's brother's an attorney. Don't call We know him. that. It's dangerous. And don't tell him about the joke that Don said about him yeah, today. Yeah, no, so don't tell him about that. And, and by the way, Tom just said, you know, a, a good advisor would build you a portfolio that would probably or probably would have over the same amount of time have done better with minimal risk. And I'll give you an example of one you could have done on your own four years ago. Let's say you took your money and you put it all into the Vanguard Balanced Index Fund and you left it there for four years you would have had a return of 62% in a balanced fund, which is 40% bonds. And you could have gotten the money anytime if you needed it. Right. Without having to pay a surrender fee. And they, they tell the story, the surrender fee story. And I just hate the surrender fee story. They go, oh, the surrender fee is there just to keep you as a long-term investor. It's to keep you from trading. It's oh, yeah, baloney. Be, yeah. the, the surrender charge is there to pay the back the commission to the insurance company that they paid your agent, not your fiduciary, when he or she sold you the product. They are, and I can say this without fear of any lawsuit. They are liars. People who sell indexed annuities lie to make the sale. To say there is no commission is a bald-faced lie. To call themselves a fiduciary is a bald-faced lie. Every regulation that's come out to mandate fiduciary responsibility has been feared by people who sell indexed annuities because they know that if they were required to always act as a fiduciary, they could not sell these products. The fact of the matter is, you see, they can go from being a fiduciary to selling barely suitable products. I notice how the barely suitable is red hat, of course. Uh, and one final thought around the No list. political message there. None whatsoever. Uh, one thought. I mean, I think the, the writer mentioned something about owning an annuity in an individual retirement account, an IRA. Right. <laughs> now, remember, in an IRA, you get tax deferral, right? Everything that goes on in there faces no taxes until you take the money out as income. When you buy an annuity in that IRA, you're getting double tax 
I don't even know how to put well, it. Well, no, you, you can't get tax deferral on top of tax deferral. That's what I'm you're, saying. But you're paying for that. Why would you? I, 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 for the life of me, I'd, I've never understood that one. I think our friend Jason Zweig once wrote, if anyone tries to sell you an annuity into an IRA, run out of the building screaming, uh, which I think is the you should turn around and scream at the person trying to sell it to you. I, I don't understand how you defend that practice. I, I, really I do don't not. understand how the industry defends indexed annuities, because if you go look them up, I think the only person out there, the only expert I'm aware of who might give them a bit of a pass is Wade Fowle, who is endowed by the insurance industry. He's a professor. Otherwise, if you go online and just type in equity indexed annuity and look for news articles, you'll find that they all hate them. It's universal hatred. Even the Financial Industry Regulatory Authority, FINRA, has for many years had an investor bulletin watch about indexed annuities. And if you're they, really thinking about any annuity product, again, my admonition would be think about what you're solving for. Because if you're solving for risk, well, you can do that between a balance of stocks and bonds. If you're solving for your angst, well, again, you can do that by just building a portfolio that's less risky, but your costs are going to be much lower. Your liquidity will continue. And so, again, I think people, the trade-offs that you're getting are definitely not worth it. Again, I'd put it at the, you're paying for something that you could either have your advisor do at a much lower cost, or you're just making a bad decision. And by the way, to our correspondent, um, do you really want an investment advisor who has has lied to you multiple times? I bet they're a really nice person. They might even be a friend. But would you keep a business partner, a relationship with someone who blatantly lies? Read your disclosure documentation that came with your annuity and you'll discover this person lied a lot. Thanks. 855-935-TALK is our number. Give us a call if that doesn't and leave encourage, your question. If that doesn't encourage questions, I don't know what will, Don. So, yes, we'll uh, Or uh, write them in at TalkingRealMoney.com. And by the way, if you're one of these so wonderful fiduciary advisors who sells indexed annuities, I and Tom, I think I speak for Tom too, we would love to offer you the opportunity to come on the show and tell us all about it. And we won't even make you give us a steak dinner. Oh, no. I was going to say you have to bring the steak. <laughs> have to bring the steak. <laughs> Required. Goes in the round file where it does. Nice advertisement for what time, by the way, is that uh, meal? Because, you know, it's yes. not going to be prime time, is it? No. It, is it well, lunch? Is it, it a lunch? No, it's a dinner thing. What time? 530? Because uh, they're well, looking that for is the dinner time for me. Well, oh my gosh! I don't want to give him any more. He's uh, six thirty. Pardon me. Six thirty. He's he's yeah. both on a weekday, of course, when Magianos isn't packed, right? Yeah, exactly. And they have the little room. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. The door mm -hmm. locks oh, on you, the outside. One, one more little question before we yes, go. Yes, please. Mm -hmm. Are you sure? Absolutely. Can you handle it? I don't know. We'll find out. All right. Here you go. I'm ready. I'm. Shh. I'm speaking. Yes. I'm going to have a million dollars net proceeds after taxes from the sale of a building, not my home. I'm a believer and an investor in the Vanguard funds. However, you knew there had to be a but, but. However, with the market 
at go ahead finish the sentence at all time highs why would i invest now because the market Uh, can only go one decision one way pardon me you had it right and then you lost it yeah you were doing so well though however with the market at an all-time high yes i'm hesitant to place these funds in vti or voo Uh, The aforementioned funds will make my nest egg about $3 million. I'm not trying to time the market. However. Not trying to time the market? However. But timing the market, With the incredible run the market has had, I do anticipate a downturn. Thoughts? Okay, first of all, if this is a third of... Okay, step back. You should have an overall plan that says, my asset allocation is this much in stocks, this much in bonds, and I guess cash if you had some immediate need. That's number one. If this is a million of the three, mm-hmm. and you already have a lot of cash and bonds, well, this is simply building the portfolio correctly. Uh, we have no idea if the market is going higher or lower, sideways, whatever, for the next month several months, years, whatever. We do know that you should have a a correct asset allocation for you. I have one for me. Don's got one for him. We have about 800 clients that have hopefully the correct asset allocation for what they're trying to achieve and how much volatility they're willing to accept. And they have been told, I just talked to one of them the other day. I just told them. Well, I just said, are you nervous about the market? And he said, no. I don't get nervous anymore, Tom, because you told me not to. I said, right. wow, that's that's power. But the, the fact is, you should not be investing de- depending on where the market is because think it through. Emotionally, right now, people do feel great about the market, but they shouldn't because the market is at an all-time high, right? So your brain is already sort of going, nervous. No. Your asset allocation is built for the things I just mentioned. It has nothing to do with current market conditions, period. Well, and and see, we know this for a fact because we've gone through this several times with people. For example, back in 2009, in like February of 2009, the everybody believed that the market was going to plummet, go even further down than it did. And it was then that it turned up. And I remember distinctly toward the end of 2009, everybody saying, well, you know, that was just a head fake. And now the market is going to really tank in 2010. And then I remember in 2010, a lot of people saying, yeah, the market's going to go down in 2011. And then I remember a lot of people in 2011 saying the market's going to go down in 2012, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, you remember last year, 2020. Oh, yeah. March. Yep. Market went down. Nobody believed it was going to turn around in 30 days. Yet it did. If I think you, John Vogel said it right. Nobody knows nothing. So. Right, about the future. Right. And, and here's the thing. Let's assume for a second, you're right. And the, you don't get in and the market goes down. Okay. How do you know when to get in? Is it a 10% drop? You get in after a 10% drop. What if it goes down another 40? Is it a 20% drop? Are you not going to be comfortable until it's down 50%? Well, what if it only goes down 15 and then it goes up another 120%? How will you know when? And, and we're one of the few podcasts 
some of the few voices out there in the world that will honestly tell you, there's no way to know this. That's why you got to build the right portfolio for you. Do you have anything else to add? Stay flexible. Oh, that Stretch. was yesterday's podcast. Oh, that was yesterday. That was, dang it. Oh, okay, here's our number. 855-935-TALK. You can call that 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and leave your questions. And by the way, the audio questions usually get answered on Friday's podcast. That's usually when we do the audio, because we have more written questions than we do audio questions. But you can also leave an audio question at TalkingRealMoney.com, which is the same place you type them in. If you run into anybody who's talking about money, and you think that they may not be doing the best things for them or their family or their futures, encourage them to listen to the podcast. Tell some friends, leave a review at Apple Podcasts because that actually does help build an audience. And with all the garbage out there, we need all the help we can get building an audience for this show that dares to tell the truth. And we do tell the truth. You want to know what we charge? We'll tell you, our firm. We always tell people. We never lie. Oh, no, we don't charge anything. Yeah, no, we do. You don't pay anything. One percent. You don't pay anything. Yeah. The company pays me. Oh, yeah. The company pays me. Yeah, that's a good one. So uh, do all those things. Keep listening. Thank you so much for being there. I'm Don McDonald. That over there is Tom Cock. That thing over there. He's just going to hang out all day long talking to people about real money. Talking real money. We hope you realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for educational and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately and consistently predict the future. So past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Vestry, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. Are we done now?